Hi, welcome back to Shop Talk with the Sheriff. I'm Sheriff Gregory Tony here in Broward County. Today on our podcast, we have another special guest, Mr. Jannard Hawkins, who is the founder of Fathers MIA. And he's going to talk a little bit about what their program is and how they are positively impacting the community. For those who've been tracking and following our podcast, you're noticing that we frequently bring in people from outside of BSO. We don't just talk about what BSO does, but we bring in our partners so that they can talk about some of the things that they're doing in the community to change the quality of life uh, for people who reside here in Broward County and sometimes outside of Broward County. So what I'll do to make this easy, I'm gonna turn the mic over, let the man introduce himself and talk about what his platform is and how we can work together. Bernard, welcome aboard. Thank you, Sheriff, I appreciate it, appreciate it. Thank you so much. And listen, I just wanted to just thank you for allowing um, myself and fathers of my aid to be a part of your podcast. And, and we definitely, um, um, Broward County Sheriff's Office is definitely dear to our hearts. Uh, we have partnered on several um, ventures with the um, Sheriff Department. And um, also uh, my wife used to work for the Sheriff Department. So you guys, uh, one of my best friends also works for the Sheriff Department. So you guys have a definitely special place in our hearts. Well, listen, I appreciate it. You're, you're part of the family as we would say. Um, Let's talk a little bit about your personal life and your experiences really quick. I, I found that uh, individuals' personal stories really always transcends to why they are doing what they're doing. So tell us a little bit about your background. Well, um, Sheriff, um, I was adopted as an infant. Um, I, um, I didn't know my biological father or mother um, until I reached probably the age of 20, I think it was 28, 29 when I finally did the search and I found my biological mother, but my biological father, he was deceased at that time. So, you know, it was, it was I always had that, that feeling of emptiness, you know, wanting to, 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 to um, locate my father. Sure. Um, so, <clears throat> so with, with that being said, um, I was always one of those person that wanted to be in my kids' lives. And because of that, um, I did a lot of mentorship um, with other kids as well. Um, during the mentorship, we um, at Cornelia Worship Center, I mentor young men and I always noticed that mothers would drop their kids off for the mentorship. The fathers were always MIA. Now you have an interesting startup in terms of your, your professional career. And I'm curious, did you start mentoring uh, during your time in, in the military, you, you kind of over uh, overlooked that part <laughs> uh, that you're a service guy. Uh, I'm I'm gonna highlight every bit of you because you got a great story. Uh, so talk about your professional careers within the military and how you transitioned into you know the postal service and many other things. This man has a long and diverse <laughs> resume, folks. So I want him to highlight some of the other things that um, most of us can kind of relate to. Yes, I'm um, sorry about that. You know, I didn't want to go too long, but um, yes, I, you know, from from um, from high school, I went into the military, U.S. Army. Um, I served um, in the Iraqi War, Desert Storm, Desert Shield. Um, there, we, I was in a medical unit where we saw all our um, patients um, armed from the armed services from the Army, Navy, um, Marines, Air Force, everyone came to our hospital. Um, that was one of the, um, I would say, traumatic experiences that I ever had in my life. 
um, with that, after that, after I left the, um, there the storm, there the shield, um, I, I think I stayed in the military probably about another two years and mm -hmm. I got out and got married. And um, once I got married, um, I, I did a little, I, I worked in logistics for um, a medical company here in South Florida. Um, I did that for about a year. And um, then it was just dealing with the, I guess, some sort of PTSD dealing with, with that because of fact me being, being in the medical units, um, seeing the casualties of my fellow soldiers, I kind of had to kind of step away from, from the medical field for, um, so I sure. got on with the postal service. Um, I've been in the postal service for the last 24 years. Um, with that, that allows me, um, I'm a mailman by trade and um, that allows me the freedom to be outside and, and to um, greet people, you know, see people. Um, and one of the neighborhoods that I do deliver in, um, it's one of the, um, in Miramar, it's one of the um, areas where we have kids that need guidance and need help. So I, um, even okay. though I'm, I'm working as a mailman, I'm still mentoring out of my mail truck, um, talking sure. to the kids, talking to the kids and, and dealing with, you know, with their, their everyday situations. No, so that's a perfect transition. You know, I want to make sure we highlight it, all the years of service you provided to God and country, uh, from the military to the postal service. Uh, it is a service-oriented uh, profession in which you're in. And then you can see how it easy laterals over into your passion towards trying to help young folks, which you were going into. So now let's talk about the concept. What gave you the idea <clears throat> behind Father's MIA? And then what are some of the highlighted successes that you've had since you started it? Well, the concept, um, as I said before, the concept came because I was mentoring um, um, kids at my church. Um, and I would always see the mothers drop the kids off. So then the fathers would always be MIA. Um, I was a, um, a football coach for the little leagues. And you would always see sometimes the mothers would come and drop the kids off for practice and the fathers would be MIA. Only time the fathers would kind of show up was on Saturdays. And mm -hmm. if their son was, was the superstar, then that kid would see their, their father for that weekend of, of, um, of a football game. And after that, he won't see him anymore until the next week. Um, then after the football season was over with, then, you know, sometimes these kids would lose touch with their fathers until the next season. Yeah, I hate to hear that that's still going on because I, I dealt with that in my own personal life. You know, yes. having been a student athlete and football, baseball, and you're right, it was my mother that took me to practice. It was my mother that was really, uh, even at the games, I, I can think of a handful of times where my dad actually participated yes. uh, in, the, in the sporting stuff. And, and the further up the food chain uh, I had gone playing at Florida State, then there was the response to get more involved. And, and that's unfortunate, right? That's a repeated yes. cycle that we see, especially with a lot of young black folks in our community. Yes, and, and they need, and these young men, they need male mentors. So I mentored these kids. And um, like I said, the father was always MIA. Thus came the, the, the concept for the organization, Fathers MIA. Um, fathers missing in action, but we, um, the organization, the name has a two part meaning. Fathers MIA, Fathers Missing in Action. Um, but we want to move those fathers, MIA missing in action to fathers, MIA motivated, involved, and active. 
All right. So we want to transition those fathers that are missing in action to motivated, involved in action. That's great. And, I, you know, you learn something new every day. I'm glad you came on and you hit the other side. You know, you're, you're taking a bad and turning it into a good and you're using an acronym to have two, you know, dual purposes. Uh, you know, that's a, a huge thing. You know, one of the things I've been trying to do since I've been the sheriff is to get more localized um, involvement, more community policing, as we call it, and starting different youth mentorship programs to include uh, more kids that are in disadvantage, exposing them to things such as financial literacy, civic and government affairs. What things are you trying to, you know, include in your mentorship uh, that would help strengthen them, you know, for, for the real world and make them productive citizens? Well, our vision is to um, our vision is to turn the hearts of the fathers back towards their children, and turn turn the hearts of the children back towards their father. Um, our mission um, we um, our mission is to change the world one child at a time by integrating the father's role back into the existing family unit. So, the, the things that we um, we want to do, we want to be able to make these. Um, fathers more actively involved in their kids' lives. And the way we go about doing that is that we have um, events for kids, for, for, for kids. Uh, one of our main events, um, and I'm so happy that we partnered with the Sheriff's Department with this um, pre-COVID, where we have, where we go um, get young ladies who are fatherless, high school young ladies, Mm -hmm. um, uh, young ladies with that will probably never get a chance to do a father-daughter dance. So what we do is we team up with police agencies throughout Broward and Dade County. Um, the police officers escort these young ladies, take the place of their fathers for one night so that these young ladies can do a simulated father-daughter dance. And um, at the end of the night, we give away scholarships to, um, to, to, um, for school, for colleges. Um, Broward, Broward Sheriff Department has in all four years that we have done that, we have, has participated. And you can see how these young ladies' um, eyes light up when they get a chance to dance with that father figure, even though it's not their, their biological father. Right. But we create the atmosphere for, the, for these young ladies. Um, and, and, and we have changed a lot of lives through um, partnership with um, different um, police um, municipality yeah that's great i remember we uh when we first met you were starting the um inclusion bringing in the young ladies and getting fathers involved for the dance and i thought that was brilliant you know we can't forget about the young ladies who are suffering from not having that type of uh, positive father figure in their lives and how yes. that transitions into whether or not you know there's a gaping hole that they have in their personal lives um you know over the next year or so here at bso we're going to continue to bring in and try to create new programs. Do you have anything in mind that you think would probably benefit the agency or something you've been looking at and saying, you know what, at some point I'm going to toss this by the sheriff and see he, if he would jump in on this? He, yes. Matter of fact, we have a 24-7 um, dad um, curriculum that we want to um, partner with the sheriff department um, with inc incarcerated um, dads where we want to be able to go into the um, the jails give these um, men a curriculum to teach them how to be better fathers. Let them know exactly what they are doing to their kids, um, what 
the, the, the hole in the hearts of the kids that they're, that they're leaving. And listen, we have some, some startling statistics here. Do you know that 85% of youth in prison grew up in a fatherless home? Wow. 71% of high school dropouts come from a fatherless home. 63% of youth suicides are from fatherless homes. 90% of homeless children come from fatherless homes. These, these, and in, in the statistics, I can rattle these statistics on and on. I got a few more, but sure enough, I think you, you, you paint the picture. No, most certainly that there's a huge impact in having a strong household and having a uh, positive male figure that can help guide. You know, right? And and, and and I always tell the fathers, listen, you don't have to be living in the home, but you have to be present. You have to show your your presence in your child's life. That's right. That's pretty deep. Um, so, no, I, I look forward to seeing this program come through. You know, one of the things I've been really wanting to do is to make sure, when, specifically when it comes to our inmate population, is that we, we take on some educational roles and make yeah. sure that we empower these men and women uh, w as much as we can to make them a little bit better than what they were before they came in. So that when they yeah. go back out into society, uh, we give them one, maybe two more tools under their belt. So, you know, I'll make sure I introduce you to Colonel Benjamin and we start that dialogue. Because if it's a positive program that we can uh, implement, I think it would be most certainly worthwhile. Yes, it, it definitely will be because a lot of these inmates, they only see through a certain lens. They really don't see what the effects they are having um, with, um, with their kids with the things that they're doing. And I think that if we open up on um, their minds and, 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 and broaden their, their scope, and hopefully we can make some changes, not only in their homes, but all, also in our society. When did you establish this program? When did you start this up? Which year? This, um, the, the, the program was started back in 2016. 2016? And 2016. Roughly how many different households or families or fathers you've been able to engage with or kids, you know, since that time? Oh, my God. We've hundreds of kids. <laughs> we deal with hundreds of kids. I mean, even with me, um, uh, I'm also the chaplain of um, Miramar football team. You're wearing a lot of hats, my man. Yes. <laughs> and um, listen, I, I, I have a lot of those young men over there that I mentor as well. Um, I give them my number. I let them know, listen, if your father's not in your life. I have a program here that, that we can help you guys out. And we definitely mentor a lot of these football players. A lot of my um, players um, have gone on to the, um, to the NFL and a lot of those guys still keep in contact with me today. Um, so we, we definitely try to make a difference. You know, I don't wanna just talk the talk, but I wanna walk the walk. Our community is hurting. Our community is in despair. So, you know, we can't just uh, rely on the government to okay. do everything for us, we must um, pull ourselves up by our bootstraps, and and um, just like in the army, let's drive forward and and accomplish this mission. Let me I'll, I'll toss this over uh, for those who just joined in and are listening and hearing you speak. Uh, we have Mr. Denard Hawkins, who is the founder of Fathers MIA, uh, a 5013C operating group that is focused on 
developing young folks who, and I know it's, uh, we started with boys, but it's also with girls now, who lack father figures in their household and trying to get participants. So for those who are listening what would and, and who are interested in volunteering and, and helping, here's your chance to kind of put your tag out there for social media, you know, phone numbers online. If they want to reach you and say, hey, we want to get on board, we want to help you, we want to make a contribution to the cause, how, how can they reach you? Yes, you can reach us. Um, our website is fathersmia.org. Fathersmia.org. Uh, we have a Facebook page as well that uh, we can be reached um, as well. Um, our Facebook is Fathers MIA. We have Instagram, Fathers MIA. You can reach us there at our Instagram as well. Um, our phone number, you can reach us by contacting us um, our, uh, excuse me. Um, well, our email is admoffice at fathersmia.org. You can email us there, and our phone number is 754-777-8960. That is 754-777-8960. Um, those are, and um, also, again, our website is fathersmia.org. Um, listen, we, we, we love volunteers. Uh, we have a golf tournament that we were in the initial uh, we were initiating with the young men um, where we were going to have um, professionals come out and start a foursome um, get a foursome together and we was going to place a young man on their their team and as they're going through the tournament going through the golf course speaking into that young man's life um, I'm looking and um, with that I'm looking for you know the sheriff departments I'm looking for doctors lawyers plumbers, any, anybody that is doing anything positive that can actually speak into a young man's life and tell them what it took for them, what did they have to persevere, what did they have to do to be able to get to where they are and let them know, listen, everything may not be easy, but things it was well worth it if you endure and, and, and set your goals and, and achieve your goals. So with the tournament, we were going to, um, at the end of the tournament, we were going to give young men scholarships as well to college um, this year. This year, um, top scholarship is five thousand dollars for the young ladies, um, young young ladies and young men. We have a combined um, um, session this this year that we're doing, where we have young ladies and young men that are that are going and applying for scholarships. And um, we have different sessions. We have a mentoring session. Um, we have a motivational session. Um, we have a, we just had our boss up session last night where we're trying to develop entrepreneurs. Um, we have a healing session. We have a healing session where we deal with Dr. Tasha, where she is um, a licensed psychologist. These these young people are hurting. They don't know why they're hurting. Um, these young people are getting in trouble. Don't know why they're getting in trouble. A lot of this is stemming from fatherlessness. So mm -hmm. we have a, a, a therapist that come in and speaks to these young. Um, have a group session that speaks to these young, young people so that they can get their feelings out. So they don't have to um, re revolt to violence or, um, or negative things. If sometimes we just need to be, have a conversation and talk. Yeah, I, I think you're hitting all the core areas and, and it's, it's a very uh, robust program that spreads out, not just you know putting male figures in someone's life, but looking at all the other areas that we can tap into for solutions and, and bettering these individuals, these young folks. 
So matter of fact, matter of fact, um, Sheriff, I think next month we're partnering with um, your power program. Um, yep. where we're going to have some young men, where we're going to be speaking with young men. Uh, I think we're going to have a, um, a psychologist um, come on board with them as well. So we, we definitely have some partnerships that's already um, um, happening. Um, and I think that that's going to be happening next month, if I'm, if I'm not mistaken. And we're also going to have the, you know, I have my chief of staff with me today. We were talking about this and we're also going to be sending you some content uh, related to our law enforcement trust fund and how that can apply if you're an eligible member, where well, we can actually support you financially, because we understand that you can, there's a lot of things that needs to be done, and, and it costs money at times. Oh, yes, so, it does. so we'll so we'll send you all the, we'll send you all that content over. And so you know, again, uh, I want to say thank you, thank you for taking the time out, explaining what you're doing, and all the great work you've been doing for so many of the kids out in this community. Um, there's a great deal of nobility in it, and I, I appreciate it, and I know how much of an impact it had because I've had individuals step in my life and serve as yes. that father figure, whether it was a coach, whether it was a pastor um, or a teacher and help uh, get me where I'm at. So again, uh, I say thank you for coming in to those who are listening. Thank you for joining me on shop talk with the sheriff. Remember you can follow me on Instagram at BSO sheriff, Tony. It's not a stunt double. It's me. Uh, you can also sub subscribe to the podcast so that you get our alerts for every new episode. In the meantime, stay safe, be humble, and love somebody a little bit more than you love yourself.